With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura, and this is a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon is not with me today, so we're going to do a quick rundown of some of the things that happened in last night's games that were of note, and then we'll go through the MLB's chosen few for their Player of the Month, Rookie of the Month, and Relievers of the Month. Very exciting stuff, but let's start with the top story, and that is Joe Musgrove, as he almost manages to put together his second no-hitter of his career, his second no-hitter as a San Diego Padre, and almost the second no-hitter in Padres franchise history. He gets through seven and, I believe, two-thirds before Colton Wong is the one who breaks things up for this team. Yes, he gets hits a double into right field past uh, Jose Ozokar to get break it up. That's the lone hit of the day. Joe Musgrove leaves the game after an incredible eight innings, one hit, three walks, and six strikeouts. After this performance, his ERA drops to a 1.64 on the year. And especially looking at the guy on the other side, Corbin Burns, who got just plucked away by the Padres tonight, he ends up with three and two thirds, eight hits, five earned, and six strikeouts on his line, bumping him up to a 2-5-0. This is really starting to feel like Joe Musgrove's Cy Young 
conversation too. Like, again, he's, he's pacing the field right now and there's not really, I don't think there's that much of a gap so that somebody is able to just flat out earn it from him. He's going to, going to be the one to decide whether or not he gets this Cy Young based on how he performs through the rest of this season. If he really falls off, then all of a sudden we're talking about a different story, but this has been a terrific first two and a half months for him. Not even two and a half months, the more you think about it, as we're just getting uh, farther and farther along in this season. It's quite remarkable, but that about caps off this Padres and Brewers matchup. But let's head over to the Houston-Kansas City matchup here in Kansas City as the Royals take a 10-3 loss here, Jose Arquiti gets the win in an interesting situation. I mean, of course, we're talking about the guy, you know, they come into this uh, six-man rotation of late. Of course, health has kind of put that in doubt with Jake Odorizzi coming, going down um, a little while ago. They're, of course, uh, getting back, going to get back to that at some point, I would assume. But they're not going to be able to stay with six men in the rotation forever. They're barely going to be able to stay with five men come playoff time. And Jose Arquiti has been the guy that's clearly been on the outs. You're talking about a rotation that if you take Jose Arquiti with his four, seven, six ERA out of it, there's not a guy above three, one, five. Luis Garcia, it would be the worst pitcher in this rotation currently at a 3.14 ERA. That's absolutely ridiculous numbers from the group and Jose Arquiti, he's got the pedigree. He's got the talent. He can be much better than the numbers that he is putting up right now. He just got to go out and do it. And he almost did it last night. This is a guy who went scoreless through five innings and then gives up a three run home run to Bobby Witt in his sixth inning of work. I'm not going to put this on the manager or anyone who's making the decisions on how long these guys are going based on the lineup and whatever the matchups are. Because you still, you're looking at a guy with 91 pitches after he completed the sixth inning. This guy clearly wasn't tired or else Dusty Baker would have pulled him out. He just get, wasn't able to finish what he started. And, you know, if we're talking about six shutout innings here, that's a very different picture. That's even very different numbers for him and very different momentum coming out of this. He still finishes with a quality start. He still finishes with the win. And that should give you some momentum, but it really, it gets sunk when all of your runs come in your last moments of work. This is a very disappointing outing. This is the most disappointing quality start I think I could have seen out of Jose Arquiti on this day. But that's going to wrap up, I believe, this game. Um, Jordan Alvarez, who else is surprised, leads this game in terms of their 10 runs scoring. He goes three for five, two home runs, and his 15th home run of the season. Aaron Judge is also continuing his hot pace. We'll talk about him in a minute, but he put up, I believe, two. He has a bingo and a bango from Friday night and today at 21 homers for the year, which is kind of like a, you know, you blink and you miss it type situation where he goes very rapidly from 13 homers to 21, and you're left wondering where the days went. But in other news, the Cardinals pour 14 runs out onto the Cubs. Miles Michaelis gets another win. He's four and three on the year with a 302. Again, another really strong, strong turnaround from Miles Michaelis. It's really great to see. 
But without further ado, let's go ahead and move into the players of the month. And in terms of the actual players of the month, those are going to be going to Aaron Judge and Paul Goldschmidt. Aaron Judge, we already know what this guy's been doing. This is probably, if not an MVP contender, the MVP front runner right now with what he's been doing. 12 home runs in May. Him and Mookie Betts go for the same amount there. And during this time, he bats 311 with a 1.00, or excuse me, 1.077 OPS. That's second best in the American League, as well as with 25 RBIs to that total. You know, you're talking about the best player by a wide margin on the best team in the AL in that month. It's a pretty clear, it's a no-brainer choice to me to bring in Aaron Judge for this award. It's a pretty surefire bet to bring him in for just about all of the awards this year. But now the next one on this list, this one is where it gets interesting. Paul Goldschmidt gets the nod for the National League, and that is going to be a month where he bats 404 with a 1.288 OPS, 10 home runs, and 33 RBIs, which led the majors. Um, Unbelievable month. Unbelievable season for Paul Goldschmidt as well. You're talking about a guy who I really think has not only stayed good with age, but maybe is starting to get into that situation where he gets better, where he gets that second career, that second burst is kind of what I'm hoping we're seeing out of Paul Goldschmidt. You're not going to get it with the glove necessarily forever, but how many guys stay perfect on both ends for their entire career? That's a truly special group. But this is Paul Goldschmidt putting together his... Um, really his Hall of Fame resume here by getting into the second burst. You know, this is a six-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove winner, four-time Silver Slugger, who has consistently put up great numbers since getting to St. Louis. You know, he has the one down year in 2019, then starts firing back with 145 OPS plus, 142 OPS plus, just terrific, terrific numbers from him throughout his career. But all of a sudden, if he's able to turn that switch, flip that switch, turn that knob up to 10 and start maneuvering himself into a position where he could be one of, if not the best first baseman for the next couple of years in the national league. Then all of a sudden you're looking at a second career, which is better than his first quote unquote career. And if that's the case, I mean, he's a clear candidate to be in the hall of fame conversation here, you know, it doesn't get much better than what Paul Goldschmidt's been able to do, whether it's with the accolades, whether it's with the counting numbers, this is just, this is a terrific, terrific player. And again, he also kind of brings up a um, interesting point I've been thinking about, which is, you know, you see a lot of these guys, you know, you're either going to, you're going to lose it on one side of the ball. And with Paul Goldschmidt's capability, I'd much rather it be on the defensive side than the offensive side, because this guy can has is proving time and time again that he can be incredibly scary. This is the NL leader in batting average, on-base, slugging, OPS, majors leader in OPS+. plus. This is just, this guy is a different machine. He's a different animal, and it's part of an animal in an era of dominance for this St. Louis squad where now this is three straight months that they have gotten the player of the month award. Nolan Arenado is the guy to grab it for the NL 
last month after a terrific April, and then to finish off September, the end of the 2021 season, Tyler O'Neill takes it home, their left fielder, probably the best left fielder in the entire league. And yeah, this is, again, talk about one of the more underrated teams in the league. They're not necessarily going to win the most games, but they can they can take it to anybody. They've got the players, they've got the dogs to run with just about anyone you could ask for. And it's it's fun to watch. I don't I don't know what else to say on that note. However, we're going to go ahead and move over to the rookie of the months. And we will start in the National League this time with Luis Gonzalez of the San Francisco Giants. He ends up finishing this month with a, excuse me, 368, 410, 500 line, eight runs scored. Um, this is terrific production. I mean, you're talking about an on-base machine out of a guy who's just getting up. You know, he's in that rookie age. He's still trying to adjust to the speed, the style, the intelligence of the pitching, and he's able to do it on a competitive team with all of that competitive pressure. Um, this guy is definitely, I mean, you're talking about, I think a performance like this, where you're able to get on base at such an effective rate, that's kind of going to solidify him into this outfield through the all-star break. I think, you know, it doesn't matter who else is around, who else you're waiting on. I don't think Lamont Wade and Steven Duggar are going to have the same upside that this guy is going to have. I, I just don't, I don't see anyone else on this team uprooting him from his situation that he is currently in. If anything, he should probably get more at bats outside of the platoon that he's getting. Really see what this guy's capable of, how effective he can be. However, the American League side is more interesting. You know, you've got Jeremy Pena, who I still think is a very strong front runner for the rookie of the year. You've got Bobby Witt Jr., who scores 17 runs on the month, 19 RBIs on top of that, including the three to absolutely ruin Jose Urquidy's day yesterday, but this award ends up going to Julio Rodriguez, one of the Seattle Mariners' top prospects and possibly the most exciting prospect in baseball right now. You know, Wander Franco is always going to be a very quiet player, and I'm not meaning prospects as in like prospects in a minor league sense. I mean, guys, you're developing guys that are developing into the future all-stars right now. He's probably the more exciting, more flashy guy out of this group and had a terrific month. That's 309 with 12 runs scored, four doubles, a triple, and six home runs, all while grabbing five bags in 28 games. This guy's just been incredible is the only way to describe his run so far. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's played, again, 28 games. That's every game and almost every inning except one for the Mariners in this month. Every single game that they had, every opportunity he had to impact the game, he did. And most of the time, he was doing it in a positive manner. That's terrific skill, terrific talent from a 21-year-old. Um, of course, those hits and total bases, he ends up at first in the American League. That's 58 total bases, excuse me. And he's tied for the first with the home runs and stolen bases with, of course, uh, I believe it's Bobby Witt with the home runs. Either way, doesn't matter. What I find more amazing about this guy is, you know, he's certainly not perfect, and yet he's able to put these numbers up. You've seen periods of time with, with Julio Rodriguez where 
he has looked really bad. His youth has shown, and yet the amount of good he's doing is able to impact it so much farther. That it's something special, really, is what we're seeing. Like, this guy is doing special stuff. We're talking about a guy who's, I believe he was second. I could be wrong here. Um, I'm going to try to pull it up real quick. But he was, like, second and now it's above average for center fielder, center field eligible players. And having watched this guy, you know, he has the series in Boston and you get to see it. He made some really bad errors. Like he's made some blatant mistakes, losing balls, you know, things that you don't expect to see from major league players, but you might expect from a rookie. The fact that he's doing this and still able to put up four outs above average, he's fourth tied for tied for third, excuse me, among all active center fielders him and byron buxton are right up there that's that's terrific i mean yes his mistakes are bad but everything else he's creating such a positive for himself he's going to be a scary player to watch for a very long time coming another interesting part about this is julio rodriguez is now the first american league player with 50 plus hits and 15 plus stolen bases in his first career 50 games since who else but Ichiro Suzuki from that 2001 Seattle Mariners team. That's really good company to have. That's certainly worshipped and esteemed company to have in Seattle. Like that's just, who else do you want to be compared to other than Ichiro Suzuki if you're an outfielder in Seattle, Washington? Like that's just the best place. That's the best situation to be in. Finally, we are going to wrap up with the top relievers of May, which go to Clay Holmes and Dave of the New York Yankees and David Bednar of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Just terrific situations. Both guys closing out games for this this their respective teams so far. Holmes throws 14 scoreless innings in May, only allowing eight hits during that stretch. 15 strikeouts over 14 innings as well is terrific. Uh, 3-0 with four saves. And as far as I'm concerned, he will be the Yankees closer for a long time coming. I really don't care if Araldis Chapman is uncomfortable coming in in other situations. Too bad. If you want to feel comfortable, if you want to feel like you're this elite, if in your in your ad element, you have to pitch like you're in your element. You have to pitch like an elite closer. And you know, the side metrics just aren't there for him this year. Overall, I think Aroldis Chapman's era of dominance is kind of done, even if his numbers will still be very, very good. But he's certainly not the best reliever on this team. He's not the best closer in this um, division. I, I don't see a reason that you have to stick with him in the ninth inning, especially when Clay Holmes is giving you what he can give you. Stick him into a stopper role stick him into the eighth inning, the seventh inning, wherever you see him fit best. But this is too good a relief staff, third in team reliever ERA, too good to be bogged down by norms and keeping things the way that they always have been, sticking with the status quo. Just seems like a bad idea at this point. This should be Clay Holmes's job to lose right now. I'm all for that. David Bednar, of course, course is closing for the Pittsburgh Pirates which makes an amazing uh switch out here of course neither of these guys were closing for the Pittsburgh Pirates while they were on the team last year they have Richard Rodriguez to thank for that but 
all of a sudden now we're a year removed. One got one of the pirates decided to move on from the other they stuck with, and both are finding incredible happiness, incredible success in their situations. That's a really feel good story for both pirates fans that like to see their former players succeed and the players and their families themselves. I mean, both of these guys are going to command money if they keep playing like they have in these roles, because again, Bednar was really good last year. You're talking about a two, three ERA reliever when he wasn't closing and then is finding a way to be even better now. And Clay Holmes, he goes from being a good reliever to a great reliever in New York and now an awesome closer for this team. All of that's developing towards really good things for both of them. But that's going to wrap things up for today's show. It was great to be here with you guys. And tomorrow we will be back with our National League Gold Glove candidates. We will see you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's open enrollment for the ACA Health Insurance Marketplace. If you want to enroll in a new health plan or update your current one, GetCoveredIllinois.gov can help you navigate health coverage to find a quality health plan. Find out if you qualify for financial help and get free enrollment assistance. Our local navigators are here for you. Your simplified health plan coverage journey starts at GetCoveredIllinois.gov.